Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 24 of Extreme EvoCast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. Uh, good morning to everyone listening to this, even if it's not morning for you. Uh, it is morning for me. Right now, I am recording this uh, early in the morning. I uh, figured I'd do sort of like a, you know, coffee... Coffee and EvoCast uh, sort of situation for any of any of those who are uh, who want to listen uh, to this early in the morning when they just wake up, maybe on their morning walk, maybe on you know sit, sitting on the couch drinking a nice cup of hot coffee, listening to a Pokemon podcast. Uh, but anyway, uh, welcome everybody. Uh, this episode, I know already preemptively, this episode is going to be a lot uh, shorter than normal because I uh, haven't had a lot of time recently to prepare myself uh, to do EvoCast and also haven't had a lot of time to um, actually do EvoCast. Uh, if you're listening to this on the day of release, you'll know that it's a day later than usual, just like last week. Uh, it's becoming a little bit more of a norm, uh, but you know, it's college and stuff and schoolwork and computer complications, uh, it is to be expected sometimes. So I apologize uh, in advance for, uh, you know, any delays or anything like that, uh, if it really matters all that much. Uh, if anyone does like listening to it on the day of release, I am sorry, but uh, sometimes it just gotta happen. Uh, it's just gotta happen. I always, uh, I like to put school first, of course, and also my uh, my sleep and my mental health first. I hope that's understandable. Uh, but yeah, today is going to be a shorter episode, mostly because uh, I didn't really have time or, you know, the the... the the ability to think of a topic <laughs> for today's episode, and I, I wanted to do another episode of type review, um, but I feel like I've been doing it a lot recently, and I kind of want to move away from having it be like a you know uh, a very very frequent segment or you know sort of episode episodic uh, series. I wanted it to be sort of a special case every so often, sort of draw it out as long as we possibly can um, for that. But uh, also on the radar if you're if uh if you know if you're a, a big follower of this podcast uh which i don't think at the time of listening to this anyone really is right now but if you've come to notice uh next week is or next episode sorry is my one year anniversary for evocast and uh i am doing something very special um for uh next episode episode 25 you uh, i i thought originally uh, with the, with my math, I think I talked about this last time or two episodes ago that my math was wrong. Uh, I thought that the 23rd was going to be the one year anniversary, uh, but it actually wasn't. It was it's it's the 25th because of how dates and months and stuff work. Uh, I was wrong, and it is actually the 25th. Uh, funny enough, that is going to be the one year anniversary of EvoCast, and I'm very very excited. Uh, it's been a really long way. Obviously, I'll talk more about this uh, in the future with um, sort of you know, when the one-year anniversary happens, uh, February 21st, I believe it will be released, uh, because, uh, February 20th was the first episode of EvoCast, uh, February 20th, 2019, and next episode is going to be released on February 21st, and I'm so excited, seriously, I'm so, so excited, um, and I will say just a preemptive thank you for listening into this podcast, it really, really means the world to me, uh, but, like I said, this episode's going to be a lot shorter than usual. Uh, I don't have a topic plan for today, so we're just going to go over some of the news 
uh, some of the new things that have been coming out in Pokemon. We have quite a lot to talk about, uh, which is good. Not a lot specifically, but things that have a lot of content in them, I suppose. Uh, and then, of course, we'll do our uh, episodic uh, segments, which should take up a chunk of time. But expect this episode to probably be shorter than normal. I can't confirm because I don't know how long it's going to take if I haven't recorded it yet, you know. Uh, but, you know, you can probably see right at the bottom there the length of the episode so you can know before i can um which is not normally the case anyway um probably the biggest news i would say maybe maybe not uh we have something else that's pretty big um coming up but uh probably one of the biggest is gigantamax toxicity is coming uh the latest news for pokemon sword and shield has been released it is confirmed that gigantamax toxicity will be available in raid battles from February 7th to March 9th. So, tomorrow. Or, yes, tomorrow. It is the 6th. The morning of the 6th. The morning of uh, the day I'm supposed to be releasing this. Uh, you know, like I said, early morning uh, episode. But, um, it'll be available in raid battles from February 7th to March 9th. Oh, to March 9th. I thought it was, I read, my brain read that as February 7th to February 9th, and I'm like, oh, wow, it's only going to be, uh, <laughs> it's only going to be available for two days. Nope. Uh, Amped form will be exclusive to Sword, and low-key form will be exclusive to Shield. The Gigantamax variant has not been available for now, so it's the first time that we're able to get Gigantamax Toxtricity, and I was going to look at the sort of description of Gigantamax Toxtricity, but... Um, it doesn't have a description yet because it is not out, uh, yet. So I can't really talk about it. It is 78 feet tall and it is question mark, question mark, question mark pounds. <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, we don't know really anything about it, but we do know, uh, that it's coming soon and that's very exciting. Uh, we're slowly coming in on getting every single Gigantamax Pokemon and that is exciting. Um... Yeah, Toxtricity is just another one to, to mark off the list. Um, I'm surprised. You're probably thinking that we're that I'm that you're probably you're probably surprised we didn't start off with uh, Pokemon Go news. Uh, we have quite a lot of Pokemon Go news actually, and I wanted to save it for sort of sp uh, sporadic because considering that the news is going to be the biggest part of today. Uh, and like I said before, I apologize if my voice is very soft or deep and you know gravelly it's because i just woke up um but um big news for me i'm very excited about this uh pikachu libre is coming to pokemon go they have confirmed niantic has confirmed that only players who participate in the upcoming season one of the battle go pokemon league will be able to get it Ooh, i'm gonna have to do that because I'm really excited about... I really, really like Pikachu Libre. If you know me, if you know anything about me, I'm very excited about Pikachu Libre. I very, I really, really like Pikachu Libre. I have a plushie of Pikachu Libre. Uh, I play Pikachu Libre in Smash. I just love Pikachu Libre. It's like one of my favorite things. I would say Pokemon, but Pikachu is already one of my favorite Pokemon. And uh, Pikachu Libre just makes it better. It's adorable. I like it a lot. But yeah, Pikachu Libre is coming to Pokemon Go. That's fun. Maybe they'll add the, the other, you know, maybe they'll add some more of the um, the cosplay Pikachus. I hope so. Next on the agenda is discussion about Pokemon Home. 
Uh, Pokemon Home has had a little bit of information release for it, which is really exciting. That sounded sarcastic, but it was not. Uh, okay, Pokemon Home. It was it was a little bit while it was a little while ago, uh, so it's probably already new news or not new news anymore. Uh, but I have not had an opportunity to talk about it. Uh, I'm going to read this off of Cerebi. Thank you, Cerebi. As I say every time, the latest news for Pokemon Home has been released. We're com- we're currently complying all the details, so keep k- checking back. The app has a free plan and a premium plan. Free plan stores 30 Pokemon and can use the GTS and s- send Pokemon to the Wonder Box and participate in room trades. The premium plan can store 6,000 Pokemon, transfer Pokemon f- from bank to home, host and participate in room trades, store 10 Pokemon through the Miracle Box at a time, hold 3 Pokemon in the GTS, and have a judge function. The Switch version can connect with the mobile Let's Go, Pokemon Bank, and receive BP. Oh, yeah. The mobile version can connect with Pokemon Bank, do trades, and receive mystery gifts. The price is $2.99 a month or four ninety or two ninety nine a month or five dollars for three months or sixteen dollars for twelve months. Pokemon Home includes a full national deck to check across all the games connected to the app. To coincide with the Pokemon Home's launch, Pokemon Bank and Pokemon Transporter will have a one month free cost. So you can get Pokemon Bank and Pokemon Home for free. Or Pokemon Bank and Poke- the Poke Transporter. That's fun. Um, the the game includes Wonder Box, which acts as a Wonder Trade. A GTS Room Trade will let you join a room storing up to twenty people, where you can trade things at random and friend trade to connect to trade with your friends. Just trade with your friends. <laughs> uh, mystery gifts are included in the game. They allow you to res- and they're calling it a game. Is it really a game? It's not really a game. A game. A game. It's not really a game. It's just sort of a service. Um, they are allow, they allow, allow for you to receive Pokemon that get deposited into the box or serial codes that can be opened in Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's a mystery gift. Pokemon Home also includes an IV checker built in for premium subscriptions. Pokemon Go connectivity with Pokemon Home will not be available at launch. Hmm. There's a Your Room section where you can see information about events and edit profile using stickers. You get special stickers when you meet certain challenge, challenges. Um, there's a lot, there's a few pages about the information. I don't really think we need to go over that. That's just sort of things that are happening. Uh, we've received some clarifications about how some elements in Pokemon Home work. As suggested, it's confirmed that if you have the premium plan on Nintendo Switch, you will have it on the mobile version and vice versa. If the apps are connected to the same Nintendo account, that is a good thing. You do not need Nintendo Switch Online to access home features on the Nintendo Switch version, There are two ways to connect to the bank. First is simply by having it connected to a Nintendo Network ID that is connected to your Nintendo account. This also allows you to transfer all Pokemon from bank to home at once. The second is using a password issued in Pokemon Home. If you enter it in the bank, it will connect the two so you can transfer. This allows you to transfer Pokemon box by box. So that's fun. Um, there was a, there was a diagram that I saw. Let me see if I can find it because I want to go over it. Here are all the screenshots about how the game works. It looks good. I mean, it looks just like a, you know, kind of like how you'd expect Pokemon Bank, sort of with like a Pokemon Go aesthetic added to it. It's very nice looking. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, I recommend going to Cerebi and looking up how it works. Um, there was a thing I forget. 
I forget what it was. Let me look it up. Let me see if I can find it. Because there, there was a diagram that I saw that was very... Oh, here we go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Okay, so there's, this isn't official, but there is an infographic that shows us the ways to transfer all Pokemon to Pokemon Home. Let's, let's take a look at this. How do I find this? Ah, it's from Reddit. Okay, it is from Yami Art Yami Artio. User Yami Artio on Reddit. Let's 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 go over this right now. So, I'm gonna start at the very beginning. <laughs> We're gonna go over the entirety of the Pokemon franchise and look over and and look at how we can transfer Pokemon. Are you ready for this? This is gonna be a long thing. <laughs> Not really. Uh, so starting with Pokemon Stadium, Nintendo 64, Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium 2, you can take your Pokemon and put it into all of the, uh, you can put it into Pokemon uh, Gold, Silver, Crystal, Blue, and Red on your Game Boy. And then by backing up your save and using Homebrew on your 3DS, uh, uh, you can transfer it to the Virtual Console version of the uh of the pokemon of those games uh, which that's probably the most you know uh that's probably the most unorthodox version i think uh using homebrew to put it into the virtual console you know it's fine uh and then you can send it to pokemon bank we will get back to pokemon bank later uh pokemon coliseum pokemon xd you can transfer it over to pokemon ruby sapphire emerald fire red and leaf green which can be transferred to Diamond, Pearl, Platinum, Soul Silver, and Heart Gold. Uh, you can also transfer Pokemon using the Pokewalker from the Pokewalker to the Nintendo DS games, only using Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Uh, you can also transfer your Pokemon, my Pokemon Ranch, <laughs> to Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. If you have any Pokemon still in there that you want to transfer over, you can. Uh, and then by using that, you can transfer those Pokemon to Pokemon Black. Pokemon White, Pokemon Black 2, and Pokemon Light 2. Uh, and that is sent to Pokemon Bank. And there are two different kinds, there are two different things uh, with Pokemon Bank. There is Pokemon not sent to Gen 7, and there is Pokemon sent to Gen 7. Um, Pokemon not sent to Gen 7 include Pokemon that uh, go in between Pokemon X, Y, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire, because obviously uh, those had some Pokemon that you couldn't find in Pokemon, you know, in uh, in they had Sun and Moon had Pokemon that you couldn't find in those games, and then there is Pokemon sent to and from Gen Seven, which is Sun, Moon, Ultra Sun, and Ultra Moon. So even if you send a Pokemon to X and Y, and then send it over to Sun and Moon, and then send it back, it'll be different. It'll be like a different category of Pokemon because it was sent to it was sent to Sun and Moon, but it can still be in Pokemon Bank no matter what. Um, premium members only can send all of those Pokemon that you got from all of those games, all those older games, to Pokemon Home. <laughs> um, Pokemon Go will not be available at launch, but will be soon. Um, and then Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee can send Pokemon to, but not back. It can be sent to Pokemon Home, but not back. Same with Pokemon Bank and Pokemon Go. Uh, I don't think you can transfer in between any of these. I don't think you can transfer in between Pokemon Go Let's go Eevee and let's go Pikachu and any of the any of the Pokemon you send to a Pokemon bank, which is unfortunate. And then you can send 
um, Pokemon from and to Pokemon Sword and Shield, but only Pokemon in the Gather decks as of right now. Wowie wow. Even more complicated Pokemon home transfer. Amazing. That's, uh, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much everything. That's interesting. I mean, you can pretty much hit every game, except for the, the varying or unorthodox versions, like, you know, using using homebrew, backing up your save, and putting it into putting into the virtual console, which requires you to have the virtual console version on your DS, and then you can send it to bank, and then you can send it to home if you have, uh, if you have premium version and then you can send it to sword and shield <laughs> so congrats you could you could technically get some of your pokemon from your very first pokemon game all the way into sword and shield and that is amazing i think you know it does require a little bit of cheaty processing but at anything anything past red and blue even even in the virtual console you know what i mean or anything anything past gen one and two that that's on the game boy so like you know starting with the game boy advance ruby sapphire gen three you can send any of those Pokemon all the way to Sword and Shield. Uh, and, I mean, you can even use the Virtual Console. So, I mean, hey, that's pretty darn good. Very excited about that. I'm excited for Pokemon Home. I really liked using Pokemon Bank because it really felt like I could just get all my Pokemon in my game at once. And I'm definitely going to probably buy the premium service for Sword and Shield or Pokemon Home. Uh, I probably won't do, like, the monthly service because I don't know how much I'm going to use it. But I'll probably buy, like, a three-month or even just like a month one and then like transfer all my Pokemon into Pokemon Home and then cancel it. Well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's continue on with a little bit more news. Uh, we have Tornadas in Pokemon Go. More Gen 5 legendaries coming, finally. Um, let me see where that is. It's not a huge thing. It's just Tornadas. Where is he? Tornadas. You doing good, man? My man? My man? <laughs> Where is he? Oh, there he is. Ah, you sneaky bugger. Uh, raid battles have started to shift in Pokemon Go. From now until February 25th, Tornadus is now available as a five, level 5 raid boss. As such, raid bosses will have changed in conjunction, con conjunction, conjunction with it. Raid battles have shifted and are currently compiled. Oh. Raid battles are changing. Oh, they're just changing Pokemon. Okay, I thought raid battles were, like, changing how they worked. I'm like, no, it's, they're just changing. You can get, uh, Galarian Weezing. And I didn't know Galarian Weezing was in Pokemon Go. And also Alolan Marowak. Aerodactyl. Ooh. Anyway, uh, you can find, there's actually, actually, oh, there's a lot of Gen 5. There's Blitzel, Rog and Rolla, Timber, Clink, and Cubchoo. That you can now find an Excadrill and Tornadus, of course. That you can find in in Pokemon Go raids. That's fun. So if you um if you're needing some more of those Gen 5 Pokemon, go do some raids. <laughs> Going from now until the 25th, so you got plenty of time. I don't know when that was released. That was released on the 4th. Okay, so like two days ago. Alright, yeah, so these are these are new things. Um speaking of Pokemon Go, uh the voting that we talked about last time. Um, Niantic have announced that the next Pokemon Go Community Day will focus on Rhyhorn. The event, that sounded very, I, that sounded like I was very uninterested. It's focused on Rhyhorn. <laughs> the event will have a three times capture Stardust three hour lure module. However, it will also be giving out the rock, move rock wrecker to Rhyperior upon evolution. Community Days runs from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. 
local time zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We already know. So yeah, um, it looks so that if you're if you're confused about that, that was the poll that they ran a little while ago. I think I talked about it last week. Um, that there was a uh, there was a there was sort of a poll that you could choose between Dratini, Machop, Vulpix, and Rhyhorn for the next Community Day. And speaking of, did I talk about? Did I talk about? Did I do Revunity Day last episode? Was there even a need for Revunity Day last episode? What, what was the one that was last week, last month? It was Piplup. Did I talk about Piplup? I don't think I talked about Piplup. If I did talk about Piplup, I don't think I took part in it because I don't remember anything about it. Well, if I didn't, it was Piplup. But if I did, I'm sorry for repeating myself. But yeah, I mean, it's it's Piplup. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I, mean, I I literally do not remember. I don't know why. I'm just like completely drawing a blank on it, rather whether or not I did Revenity Day. But if I didn't, I'm sorry. I don't think I did because I think that I was like just getting into college. I don't remember. I actually don't remember. I'm sorry for my bad memory, but it doesn't matter. Next week is uh, Rhyhorn. Or next, uh, next community day is Rhyhorn. And I think that is like the day after or one of the days after. Um, yeah, February 22nd. That's like, that's like three days after uh, the one year anniversary for EvoCast. That's fun. So I won't be talking about it next time, but uh, the one after that I will because now that I'm back at college I can actually take part in community days which is exciting I'm very happy to be able to do that anyway um let's talk a little bit more about uh, let's talk a little bit more about Pokemon Go one more thing about Pokemon Go and then let's get into um move tutor or not move tutor uh random Pokemon of the week there are new shadow Pokemon coming to Pokemon Go um there are new Pokemon, new Shadow Pokemon that are starting to appear in Pokemon Go. Uh, they'll have Shadow Pokemon like Vulpix, Ninetales, Execute, Exeggutor, Omanyte, Omastar, Mistrevis, Carvana, and Sharpedo. Team Go Rocket leaders might have Pinsir, Mawile, and Beldum. Man, I really need to like go out and do that more <laughs> i i wanted to collect every single uh every single shadow pokemon but i'm starting to run out of space for all my pokemon and i haven't had the money to like you know fill up my box so i haven't been really willing to be playing pokemon go all that much recently because i haven't been able to catch any new pokemon uh which sucks but i really want to try and get all the shadow pokemon as well as collect like you know all the pokemon in the pokedex so but so i have a lot of catching up to do but you know what? it's fine I'll get I'll get to it eventually. Like I said, I haven't been at college because of winter break and stuff, so I'm, I'm kind of just starting to get back into the feel of Pokemon Go. I haven't played for like I didn't play for like two months, uh, and it's been you know it's been taking a a toll on me. I, I need to play more Pokemon Go. Anyway, uh, getting away from the Pokemon Go talk, uh, let's get into the first segment of today, which is random Pokemon of the week. You all know it, everyone's favorite segment, where we talk about a random Pokemon every episode. I said it correctly this time, mind you. Uh, and this episode's random Pokemon is Vileplume. Uh, let me, I just realized I have to find the Smogon page for Vileplume. I forgot that I did that because I think like the last two Pokemon, I didn't get, I didn't, they didn't have Smogon viability. Uh, so Vileplume 
is a dual grass poison Pokemon introduced in Generation 1. Do I even have to say that? You all know who Vileplume is. It's Vileplume. It evolves into Gloom when exposed into a Leaf Stone. It is one of Oddish's final forms, the other being Blossom. Wowie, wow, wow. Um, Vileplume is the flower Pokemon. It has the abilities Chlorophyll and Effect, Sp- Effect Spore as its hidden ability. Uh, it has a male, to, uh, 50% male, 50%, 50% female catch, uh, catch ratio. Yeah, 50, 50% male, 50% female gender ratio, and a 45 catch rate. Um, it is 311. <laughs> it's a lot bigger than I thought it was. 1.2 meters? That is That is big. That's like waist high. Well, I mean, that's actually not as big as I thought. I mean, it is based on, like, the biggest flower ever. I mean, it's fine. It, and 311 sounded a lot bigger to me than I, than I thought it was, and then when I remembered, that's, like, waist height for me. It's not that bad. Well, I mean, actually, that's, like, four feet. Not, that's, not, that's not waist height. That's, like, that's, like, that's, like, tummy height. That's still pretty big. That's pretty big. Um, 41 pounds, 18.6 kilograms. It's a plant. You don't expect it to be too heavy. Um, let's see. Let's uh, let's look at something about Vileplume. Vileplume. The interesting thing about Vileplume um, is something that was fun. Uh, is it's the first Pokemon that I ever shiny hunted for. Well, Oddish was. I evolved it into a Vileplume. I forget what I named it. I don't remember what I named it. That's sad. I wonder if I even still have it. But it was the first Pokemon I ever shiny hunted for. And I didn't know how to shiny hunt. It was an X and Y. And I was younger. And I didn't know how to shiny hunt. So literally, I just ran around in the grass until I found a shiny Pokemon. I didn't know how to do, like, I don't think I even beat the game yet at that point. So I didn't have the radar. I didn't know how to ma- mouse at a method. I didn't know anything. So I just ran around in the grass until I found, I didn't know how to horde hunt even. So I just ran around in the grass until I found a shiny. And it was an oddish. Oh, it's not my first shiny ever. It was the first shiny Pokemon I ever hunted for. Uh, let's read some Pokedex entries for Vileplume. This is from Red Red and Blue. The larger its petals, the more toxic pollen it contains. The bi- its big head is heavy and hard to hold up. Oh, you mean like the plant. I was like, its whole body is a head. It probably just means the flower. I wouldn't call that a head. I mean, I wouldn't call the flower on top of Vileplume its head. I would call it its... It's not a hat, but it's it's not its head. I mean, it's part of its head. I wouldn't call it its head. Anyway, I'm going way off tangent. Um, flaps its broad flower petals to scatter its poisonous pollen. The flapping sound is very loud. I like how they had to, to clarify that the flapping sound is very loud. Uh, yellow. That was from Yellow. Um... Generation 2, it has the world's largest petals. With every step, the petals shake out heavy clouds of toxic pollen. Uh, in silver, its bud bursts into bloom with a bang. Ooh, I like that alliteration. The bud bursts into bloom with a bang. It then starts scattering allergenic poisonous pollen. There's a lot of alliteration in that. I like that. Someone had fun with that. Someone doing the, you know, the translation for Pokemon Silver Pokedex entry for Vileplume had fun. Um, Vileplume's toxic pollen triggers atrocious allergy attacks. What is with these alliterations? Atrocious allergy attacks. That's why it's advisable never to approach any attractive flowers in the jungle, however pretty they may be. Um, it's in seasons when it, that was from Ruby. 
Uh, in seasons when it produces more pollen, the air around a vial plume turns yellow with the powder as it walks. The poison is highly toxic and causes paralysis. Yikes, I wouldn't want to have a vial plume as a Pokemon. It sounds horrible. Like, in certain in certain times of the year, you just, like, couldn't let it out because it would just spread poisonous pollen all over your house. Um, and I'm allergic to pollen, so I'd probably die <laughs> if I was near vile plume for, like, two seconds. Um, this Pokemon has no Pokedex, Pokedex entries in Sun and Moon. Was it not in Sun and Moon? What? Could you not get... Vileplume and Sun and Moon. It didn't have a Pokedex entry? Doesn't every Pokemon have a Pokedex entry in Sun and Moon? It's really not. What? I guess I guess there was only four hundred Pokemon, but like Wow, I totally like didn't think that Sun and Moon didn't have that many. Yeah, I mean, it only had 400 Pokemon. 300 and all. It's 300 in Sun and Moon, and then they upgraded it to how many? 400? Oh, no, that was. Yeah, 403. Really? See, why do people complain about so Sword and Shield when there wasn't really that many in Sun, in Sun and Moon either? Whatever. So, Vileplume wasn't in Sun and Moon, which is sad, I suppose. Uh, so we don't get any, you know, Pokedex entry for, for, uh, for Vileplume, Miss Vileplume here. And it seems like all the rest of them are the same. So that was pretty much it. And Sword, yep, do the same thing. Literally the same as Red and Blue. <laughs> they, they didn't even try. Um, let's see. I guess base stats, uh, HP is 75, attack is 80, defense is 85, special attack is 100, special defense is 90, and speed is 50. Not too bad. 480. Not, not really that bad. Um, Let's see. Anything interesting about Vileplume? Oh, it's we could talk about its sprites. Specifically, it's sprite in red and blue. <laughs> in, in red, blue, and in, in red and green, I mean. Because, well, <laughs> what a sprite. It is so skinny. The perspective is horrible, and it, it's, it's, wow, it's all over the place. <laughs> it's funny. I'll give it that. It's very funny, but, like, it just looks really dumb. Please, please, right now, if you don't know what Vileplume's uh, sprite looks like in red and blue, please go look it up. It's so funny. <laughs> it's, like, it's very twiggly. Like, it doesn't look that different, but, like, it just looks, it's not as fat as Vileplume, and, like, it just looks so weird to me. It's always been really funny to me. The perspective is not good. It's all over the place. It was fixed in yellow, where it was like a very, very menacing downward view or upward view of it. It looks like it's about to step on you. What is that view? I mean, I guess they had to do that because of its giant head. But like, it's just, it's like, it, it looks like you're really small and it's about to, to step on you. Um... I mean, the rest of the sprites look okay. In, I mean, in Diamond and Pearl, it looks like it's about to fall over. Poor thing. It's, like, too top-heavy. Jesus. Same with black and white. It's, like, dipping its head like a... Like a cowboy. You know? Like, you know how cowboys, like, sleep up against a tree and they put their hat down and for the sun? Looks like it's doing that. Cowboy Vileplume. Wow. And then in the 3D games, it's just standing there. Very fun. Um, <laughs> we'll do a, we'll do a shiny review in one second. 
um, Vileplume is based on the Rafflesia. If you don't know what a Rafflesia is, oh boy. Rafflesias are fun. Uh, Rafflesias are the biggest flower in the world. They are absolutely gigantic, and they are very smelly. They smell horrible. <laughs> it's They're very interesting. I did a lot of uh, research on them uh, when I took biology in, uh, in in like high school, and I learned a lot about them. They're very, very cool. I really, really like... Um, I really, really like Rafflesias. And even so... Um, it says that a certain the Rafflesia, the um, specific um, male female variants of of Vileplume may be based on different kinds of Rafflesia because the um, the different variants have different size spots and certain different kinds of Rafflesia have because um, like in um, in the male version they have like slots almost like very like like bean shaped spots. Uh, and that's very common for a lot of other Rafflesia, but some Rafflesia have very, very big spots, like the female variant, which have uh, one huge spot on each petal with little smaller, like, drops of spots on the top of them. They're, they're very cool. Rafflesias are very interesting to me. I know they're just big flowers, but, like, you know, they're fun. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really all there is to talk about with uh, Vileplume. I guess we can do Shiny Review and then go into the Smogon thing. And I've already prepared myself for this because, once again, they screwed up the shiny in the 3D games. And it makes me so sad because Vileplume is one of my favorite shinies. Like, the green, yeah, but, like, the, 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 the flower was so vibrantly yellow and orange. Like, yellowy orange in the, old, in the sprite versions. Like, especially in gold. I mean, I know it's different. Like, in the gold, it's just yellow. And I think it looks amazing. The combination of green and yellow is really, really nice. I like... Like, green and yellow are, like, two of my favorite color combinations. Uh, starting with Diamond and Pearl, though, they made it a little more orangey. And then in the 3D games, they just made it orange. Like, I'm colorblind a little... I'm, I'm red-green colorblind, so maybe I see colors a little bit differently. But it does not look the same to me. It looks horrible. It looks really bad. It's like a darker orange, and I think it looks really bad. The green is nice, however, and I think that the green color, the green body of Vileplume is um, really, really, really nice on the shiny. I am going to go on a, on a whim here and say I'm going to give old Vileplume sprites a 10 out of 10. I think it's the first 10 out of 10 of the series, but it's going to have to average out to a 9.5 because... 3D games get a 9 out of 10. It's just the orange is not the same. I very, very much like Vileplume Shiny, but the 3D games kind of screwed it over a little bit, and I'm, it's so sad for me not to give it a 10 out of 10 because we've never, I've never given any of them a 10 out of 10. But I think it, I think the 3D games screwed it over, you know, messed it up. So I'm going to say 10 out of 10 for the older games, specifically for gold. Ruby Sapphire is nice, and Diamond and Pearl Black and White are really, really nice too. Um, I like Ruby and Sapphire the best. Ruby and Sapphire has the most, uh, the most yellow that isn't just straight up yellow. So yeah, 10 out of 10 for those games and 9 out of 10 for the 3D games. So that is a 9.5 out of 10. Anyway, let's look at Vileplume for Sun and Moon. Um, so Vileplume, we already went over, uh, Vileplume stats. Uh, Vileplume is in the rarely used tier. And there's actually not that much here, so I think I'm going to go over 
pretty much all of it. Normally I only do the overview, but I think I'm going to do all of it just because there's really not that much here. Uh, so this um, overview for Vileplume is written by W. Marr. Uh, when Vile, while Vileplume has a unique move in Strength Sap and access to Effect Spore to allow it to barely check common physical attackers like Zygarde 10%, Virizion, and Colossopod, it is largely outclassed as a defensive Grass-type by Tangela, which has much higher bulk thanks to Eviolite and access to better defensive ability in Regenerator and moves like Knockoff and Leech Seed. Um, and it has Giga Drain, Sludge Bomb, Strength Sap, and Sleep Powder with Poisonium Z. This is Sun and Moon. Um, there's not a moveset available for Sword and Shield because it's still pretty early. Uh, but so we're just going to go over the Sun and Moon. Poisonium Z, I know it's not in Sword and Shield, but you can also use Black Sludge. Um, Effects Bore. So, by the way, some of these might be outdated in a little while because obviously some moves, some abilities, some items can't be accessed in Pokemon Sword and Shield. So I'm so sorry if uh, some of these are outdated. They just don't have movesets for Sword and Shield yet. So I'm just going to go over what I see on this Sun and Moon one. Some people do still play Sun and Moon anyway, so... Uh, yeah, Black, Spudge, Black, Black Sludge uh, Effect Spore, which has a 30% chance of making contact. 30% of poisoning, par paralyzing, or falling asleep when making contact with this Pokemon, which is a very good move. Um, Bold Nature, which is plus defense minus attack. Um, effect Spore kind of screws over... Um, or the high defense set on Vileplume kind of screws it over because... Um, Actually, no, special defense is its highest. Okay, never mind then. I was going to say it's a defensive Pokemon, but it is uh, equal. Pretty much equal in special defense. It has five more special defense and defense. So actually, theoretically, you would actually want to hit Vileplume with a special attack. Or with a physical attack. So that so Effectspore actually does help it help it there. Um, Vileplume's best set allows it to barely check common physical attackers like Virizion and Glossopod with Poison EMZ. Vileplume can put them to sleep with Sleep Powder, then lower their offenses while keeping itself healthy with Strength Sap and Giga Drain. While it has a slightly better offensive presence, Vileplume is still largely outclassed by Tangela, which has superior defensive presence. Unlike Tangela, Vileplume is very vulnerable to Metagross, since Metagross is immune to Strength Sap thanks to Clear Body and can heavily damage Vileplume. Um, because Strength Sap is such a high thing, we haven't have, have, some people might not know what Strength Sap does. Um, it is an attack that lowers the target's attack by one stage, and it restores its HP equal to the target's attack stat calculated with its stat stage before this move was used. So you get you get health back equal to their attack stat, which is very good and bad. It varies, so you get varying amounts of uh, of health back depending on what Pokemon you use it on, and it can be really really good on Pokemon with high attack because one. It heals you a lot, and two, it also takes their health, you know, takes their strength, their attack stat away from them. So it's very, very, very good on really high uh, attack Pokemon. And Vileplume has the defense to to hold that out, which is good. Vi I don't think Vileplume is all that bad. It's definitely not as bulky as Tangela, uh, as said in this overview like 14 million times. Poor thing. Uh, I don't think it's that bad. I think it could be good. I like a Strength Sap is just a really fun and good move, in my opinion, and not a lot of Pokemon can learn it. It's like the Oddish line, the Hopip line, the Bellsprout line, and the Shenotic line. Four lines of Pokemon can learn it. All like the, you know, the base grass poison mushroom Pokemon. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, okay, that is going to do it for Vileplume. Thank you, Vileplume.
uh, for being the Pokemon on the chopping block today. Uh, we have a few more things to talk about. Not much. Um, the episode is coming to an end pretty soon here, but we have um, something surprising. Uh, Pokemon Labo is collaborating with Pokemon Quest, which is very exciting. Some, some clear official images have come out for the Pokemon Quest and Nintendo Labo collaboration in the Japanese Kindergar Kindergarten probably a typo, Kindergarten Magazine, you're trying from tomorrow, you'll be able to get three panels of cardboard to be made into official Pokemon Quest variants of Pikachu, Bulbasaur, and Eevee. These can be connected to the Joy-Cons, and if you have the Nintendo Labo Variety Kit, you'll be able to move Pokemon around remotely using your Nintendo Switch. So you can, like, control the little Pokemon. It's adorable. Hopefully, that means maybe we'll be getting some new Pokemon Quest content soon. I don't know. I'm just a lover of Pokemon Quest. <laughs> uh, it's probably not the case. It also comes with a little Tumble Cube Island replica. That's adorable. I love it. I really hope that we get something more with Pokemon Quest. Pokemon Quest is like one of my favorite games, if you haven't been able to tell. Uh, and I really want to do a full episode on Pokemon Quest. It is a very, very fun uh, game, and I want to talk about it. And I want to go, I want to like, I want to do almost like a review of Pokemon Quest. Uh, I want to do more reviews. On this podcast, I think it would be something interesting to do for an episode. Like, do, like, my my informal review of a Pokemon game that I that I love dearly to my heart. Or hate. Uh, I don't hate a lot of Pokemon games. But there are certainly ones out there that I don't like very much. Uh, and I wouldn't mind doing that. Uh, so, I mean, if, you, if anyone has any feedback, uh, be sure to let me know. If you think that me doing reviews, and, like, maybe I can start with Pokemon Quest, considering it's a game that I like a lot. Uh, if you think that me doing some reviews of games and want to hear my opinion about what I think about games very specifically. Uh, I wouldn't mind dabbling into it. I'm not obviously a professional reviewer. I don't know the best points to make. I just kind of do them very uh, personally. Um, so, you know, maybe I can try dabbling in that. I'm not sure how, how well I'd be able to do it, but uh, yeah, I mean, let me know. But yeah, Pokemon Quest. Uh, hopefully that means more Pokemon Quest stuff in the future. Probably not. <laughs> Please give us Pokemon Quest DLC or just give us a new game. Please. Anyway. Um, there's a little more Pokemon Go stuff. Uh, there was the Mincino event uh, that is happening. It already happened. It's already done for. Uh, there was the Mincino event. Um, you can get them shiny. They hatch from 5km eggs. And you can get them in special uh, field field research. Uh, that will and they they, they spawned uh, more frequently. I tried, I didn't get a shiny one, unfortunately. I really like Mincino. I used a Mincino in my um. In my Pokemon Sword and Shield playthrough, which was fun, uh, and I didn't get a shiny one, which was very sad. I'm, I wanted one, but I didn't get it. <laughs> but yeah, that happened. Uh, that was the thing that went on. Hopefully, people who did it got their shiny Mincino. Uh, if you're like me and didn't get one, I'm so sorry. And last but not least, last uh, little bit for today's episode, um, there is a Pokemon of the Year promotion. Uh, if you search for Pokemon or Pokemon of the Year on Google, you will be able to put in a vote for your favorite Pokemon. It is separated into eight categories based on Pokemon upon region of Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, Sinnoh, Unova, Kalos, 
Alola, and Galar, and etc., and etc., with Melton and Melmetal being the etc. That's so funny that they made a Galar and etc., and Melton and Melmetal were in there. Uh, each day until... I don't know that time. 14, uh, 2 o'clock UTC on February 14th, you can vote for a Pokemon in each category. The winner, winner will be revealed on Pokemon Day. And speaking of Pokemon Day, um... There's a Pokemon Day event in Pokemon Go. It features Eevee and Pikachu wearing party hats and Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Charmander. Okay, let me rephrase that. Eevee and Pikachu wearing party hats in the wild and Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle with party hats in 7KM eggs. Armored Mewtwo returning to raids with the move Psystrike and clone Pokemon, including Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise. Uh, probably to promote the new uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back movie which I didn't really talk about, but I'm very excited for. Uh, there was a new English trailer, uh, which showed us a lot more stuff. Uh, if you haven't seen that, you should definitely check it out. It's very, very cool. I'm really excited for that movie. Um, and clone Pikachu, including in the Ghost Snapshot. Two special trades a day for plays. Not a, No idea what that means. Uh, it runs from February 25th to March 2nd. There's also a raid day featuring Nidorino and Gengar wearing party hats on March 1st, 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 2020. Both could be shiny. Gengar comes with Lick and Psychic. Wow. Pokemon day. Fun, fun, fun. So yeah, they're doing some Mewtwo Strikes Back stuff, which is cool. Uh, adding some, some of that stuff to Pokemon Go. Of course, they already did the Armored Mewtwo for the movie, but it seems like they're adding a few more. Very, very fun. Um, and that is going to do it for the news, for everything that we wanted to talk about today. Um, hopefully it was enough. I know, like I said, this is kind of a shorter episode, uh, sort of just an update, uh, because it's, it's been a little while since I've done EvoCast, and uh, I wanted to just relax and do something early in the morning and just talk about uh, some of the new stuff that's coming. But uh, last but not least, we are going to end this episode today with Move Tutor, everybody's favorite segment where we talk about a random move every episode and this episode's move is number 43 hold on a second oh man i was so close vile plume is number 45 and uh this move is number 43 we almost got the same number for random pokemon of the week and move tutor could you imagine if only i had gotten oddish if i got an oddish instead of vile plume we would have gotten the same but um yeah, uh, number four, move number 43 is Leer. Um, Leer is a non-damaging normal type move introduced in Generation 1. Everybody knows what Leer is. It's Leer. It's, you know, you go on Route 1, you find your level one, level 2, level 3 Pidgey, and it uses Leer, and you're like, what in the heck? Uh, it's the move that gets replaced immediately whenever you get a new move, uh, move when you get Vine Whip or Ember on your starter. Uh, <laughs> it's Leer. Uh, it's like the the uh, variant of Growl. It's just it lowers your it lowers the defense stat of all adjacent Pokemon by one stage. Um, if powered up by Normalium Z into Z Leer, the user's stat attack raises one stage. It literally has zero other things. It has not changed. It has not done anything different. It's always done that. Leer can also be used as a part of a Pokemon context com contest combination, giving the extra user an extra three appeal points if either the move Rage or Scary Face was used in the prior turn. 
can also be used to start a combination, causing certain moves, bite, bite, faint attack, glare, horn attack, scary face, scratch, stomp, and tackle to have their base appeal points doubled if used in the next turn. Okay, um, it has a PP of 30 and an accuracy of 100%. That's about it. There are so many Pokemon that can learn Leer. Amazing. It's it's Leer. It's literally Leer. What else is there to say? Is there any trivia about Leer? Leer's Japanese name can be translated to the me to Mean Glare, which is the English name. Oh, to Mean Glare, not Mean Glare. Mean Glare sounds like it could be another move. Mean Glare. Leer's Japanese name can be translated to mean glare, which is English, the English name of another move. I wonder what move that could be. Maybe it's glare. I think it's probably glare. Uh, but yeah, it's Leer. <laughs> what else do I say? You know, there's certain moves in Move Tutor that are just like, what else do I say? It's, you know, it's not the best, it's not the most information-driven uh, segment, but it is fun to kind of give recognition to these moves and put them in the time, put in sort of an archive uh, is the way that I like to look at it. You know, same thing with random Pokemon of the week. Eventually, if I ever do, God knows, 900 episodes of EvoCast, uh, which would take me um, like 40 years. <laughs> maybe, who knows? You never know. Uh, maybe we will, maybe we'll eventually talk about every single Pokemon. Uh, but anyway, I think that is going to do it for me for today. Thank you all so much for listening and uh, tune in next time for the EvoCast one year anniversary. We'll be doing a special little callback to something that I talked about very, very early on in EvoCast's lifespan. Lifespan? That's not the right word. You know what I meant. Uh, I'm not going to say exactly what because I don't want to spoil it. But uh, yeah, I mean, look forward to it. I'm very, very excited to do that again. And uh, it'll be chock full of content. So thank you all so much for listening. And I'll catch you next time. Bye.